Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey, everybody. We have a great show for you. Um, we talked about our kids going through schooling and their IEPs. We Stephanie went to a concert. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. And um, But first, let's talk about OxyClean. Yeah. Hey, everybody. We want to talk to you about OxyClean odor blasters. And listen. Yes. My kids, everybody's gone back to school. Yeah. So now it's important for you to smell good when mm-hmm. you're at school because guess what? If you're stanky, other kids going to notice. Yes. And give you a hard time. Yeah, absolutely. Especially me because they're in my car driving I'm them to school. And the thing is, Xander has been going to the gym with John mm-hmm. and he wears his regular clothes, like his school shirts mm-hmm. to the gym. He doesn't have like old workout clothes. So he wears his nice yeah, clothes to the gym. Too. Right. Gets it stinky. Mm-hmm. Comes home. And if I didn't have the OxyClean odor blasters yes. at home to use on their clothes, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it would be terrible. Because every once in a while, I don't put it into a load of laundry that has one of his shirts. And I noticed that the oh, odor yeah. doesn't come all the way out of his clothes yes. unless I use it. I noticed that too. I have the same issue with Sonny. He stinks. He smells up the car when he gets in the car, especially with all his walking around in this heat, by the yep, way. Yep. And if I don't use the odor blasters, then then I, it's, I can tell a difference. Yeah. The OxyClean odor blasters attack the odor at its core and they remove it from the clothes. So I always feel better and more confident putting my kids in their clothes after I've used OxyClean odor blasters. So work your magic with OxyClean odor blasters. Visit myoxyclean.com for cleaning tips and tricks. Hey guys, it's Brooke and Danielle from Gals on the Go podcast. It's very minimal change, but basically what Wait, I did... Uh, can we talk about the TikTok? Because I saw you deleted it and I need to know that. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you're bringing it up... <laughs> well, I- on our show, we talk about everything from college, lifestyle, to navigating your 20s and beyond. And there's always that quote that people say, like, if they like you, you'll know. If, you do, if they don't, you'll be confused. But some people I don't know. <laughs> we hope you guys will join us every Wednesday for brand new episodes right here on Podcast One. Made a decision. I'll face the sunny side head on. everybody happy post thanksgiving oh my god i've had so much me too i'm so exhausted and tired (laughs) guys it hasn't happened yet all right relax (laughs) on next tuesday we'll for sure talk about it we'll tell you how it was but i do know what my plans are from for yesterday (laughs) (laughs) what uh jody and i are going to sunset tower for dinner at four thirty. Okay. Wait. So, you you were gonna do so? No. Adam was always gonna have the kids. Yeah. He but then the I kids. thought you were thinking you were gonna have them and go to like a restaurant. I didn't know if I was gonna have them or not. But oh. no. He yeah. He's taking he's taking them to his I think his sisters. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so to have a Thanksgiving quiche. Yes. <laughs> you got good memory, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> That was Mother's Day, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are going there and um So you and Jody. 
And then me and Jody are going to, yeah, Sunset Tower. Yeah, at 430. <laughs> We're like early birds because that's the only time they had, which is fine because that's then fun. we'll get like, you know, Sunset, I guess. I don't know. I've yeah, never been will. there. I've never yeah. been there. Have you By been there? No, I haven't, but I just know that by 520, it looks like it's midnight. I know. <clears throat> I know. Which I hate because Sonny wants to go like walk around and drive his bike and stuff at 6 o'clock at night. And it's like it's pitch black out. And he's like, it's only 6 o'clock, but it, it's so dark out. I hate it. Ye- yesterday, so Xander's BFF. So he has two BFFs. It is the sweetest thing, Lynette. I just have to tell you, like, update to my life. Xander's yeah. got a a group. Xander's, basically. by the way, got a lot of range <laughs> with his two BFFs. <laughs> you think about it. Oh my God. You are so right. He's <laughs> got a lot of range. We have a lot of diversity in the friend group. Yes. A lot of range. Yes. yes. So the one friend is the son of the actress. Right. That I am now like BFFs with. Yeah. Every time, okay. So I love her. I love her. It's it's the. I don't want to say it's the. It's not the opposite problem that I had before, where they never want to talk to you or care about right. you or <laughs> have their kids hang out with you and they're always busy. Uh-huh. This is the opposite of that, in a good way. Mm. But I do get a lot of texts. Nice. From her. Well, that's like nice. a lot, like uh-huh. a lot uh-huh. of texts and calls because. She's – and <clears throat> she's protective. Right. I don't want to say overprotective but I'm not a, I'm not 100% used to it. It's like when the kids were younger and you'd – remember many years ago I complained bitterly because LB had a friend. The mom was fucking crazy mm-hmm. and she would text me things like – let's call her – Let's call her uh, JC. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, okay, um, if you go get yogurt or something or you get a snack, make sure JC washes yeah. her hands. Right. That one. And right. I was like, they're eight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Right. I mean, crazy. So this is nothing like that, but it ge- it's that like – it makes me question – like, so, okay. The kids are really into sort of – you know where I live mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. There's almost like a town square. Mm-hmm. I live in Encino, basically. Yeah. And there's an area where there's like lots of places that they can walk to. They can walk to that area f- from our house. Right. It's, a, it's a walk. It's like a mile. Right. But it's not that f- – I mean maybe longer than a mile. It's longer mm-hmm. than a mile. It's more like a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they like it. They like going down there. There's Starbucks. There's a Michaels. There's like stuff for them to do right. at all within like a block. And they love the freedom of that. Yes. And I've been giving them money and just going, mm-hmm. go go have fun. Right. So Zan- so both of Xander's two besties, Lyle Crocodile mm-hmm. and – Mr. Emmy. <laughs> Mr. Oscar. And Oscar. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let's call him Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> OK. So Lyle Crocodile and Oscar all hanging out yesterday. <laughs> and I love it. They're back and forth in the house. It's what I – you know it's what I love. Right. I know some people don't like this. I love to be the hub. Yeah. I love I at one point there's like five kids and at one point there were like six cuz it was LB, Sadie had her BFF over, the one that's sometimes scarce. Right. The one I've talked about on Patreon but 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 it's good right now. Yeah. And then Xander with the two. 
So all these kids in the house and then and my life three sixty is going on and off. It's right, like Xander right. left home, Xander right. arrived home, Xander left home. It's like they're out skateboarding right. and then they're back. But anyway, the point of this is mm-hmm. that Oscar's mom do not like Oscar out after dark. She just does not like them walking. Right. So, so now I live in fear of like the sun setting. And I'm like, and every Day it seems to be earlier. I know. I'm like, when is this going to stop? I, <laughs> I got to be aware, and you can't be doing something because I I just know it will upset her. Yeah. Like if soon as it, she's like, I don't. That's the one thing I do not like. Yeah. You know. I don't so blame like, her. I know, but, but it's, it's okay. But the problem like is it's dark at like four thirty. So so they were out, and all of a sudden it started getting dark, and I was like, uh, well, and so they they called me, Xander calls me, FaceTimes me, and he's like, hey, can you come get us? Because um, it's starting to get dark. And I was like, yes. Meanwhile, Sadie and her friend wanted to go eat at Chili's. Mm-hmm. This week, This week, I'm going to get Sadie and Xander their own debit cards. I know. Yeah, that's good. I have to. It's killing me that I have to provide them with cash anytime right. they go somewhere. right. It's right. so hard. I know. Because so so Sadie and her friend um went to Chili's and ate. And guess mm-hmm. what? And they're she's turning 14 mm-hmm. on Friday mm-hmm. today. Oh, Today's her birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Twins. And and I pick them up. Mm-hmm. So I I go I get the boys, I bring them home. And then I'm there and then I I text Sadie. I'm like, "Hey, it's starting to get dark. Do you want me to come get you?" And she's like, "No, we're good." Uh-huh. I'm like, all right. I don't really know what they're doing, but then I had. So then I had to. So then John had to go pick LB and her friends up from Magic Mountain. Okay. <laughs> I had to go to somebody's birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. This I was got Friday. Five kids. This was yesterday. Oh, this was Sundays. yesterday. Uh-huh. So I had all these kids. Two of them are out. So I'm like, well, I can't leave with two of them out somewhere. Right. So I'm like, all right. Listen, I got to come get you and bring you home, and then you all have to stay home. And I don't know if Oscar's mom's going to be too cool with them being home alone. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was like 5 p.m. Right. I needed to go to this dinner. I needed to leave at 5.45. Right. So I pick Sadie and her friend up. I bring them home. And then I was like, I don't want to make Oscar's mom mad. Right. But you know what I mean? But I'm like, they're they're almost 14 years old. Yeah. Like they can be alone. And it was only going to be – John was already at Six Flags. Right. So they're only going to have to be alone until he came home. Right. But you know that feeling? I'm like, I yes. So was, was LB like, there? No, least, that's what I'm saying. John was picking oh, LB up. Right. He's at Six Flags right. picking her up. Right. He was still going to need to drive home. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I text Oscar's mom and I'm like, hey, um, listen, everybody's, I already, they're not walking after dark. They're mm-hmm. at my house. There's five of them, but I have to go out. And is it okay? Like, they're just going to be alone for like, Thirty to forty-five minutes, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm kind of yeah. close. If you're going to be BFFs with her, you you got to know how she feels about right. It. Yeah, and then she and I was like, if I don't hear from you, I go if if it's if you're uncomfortable with it, I'll just dro- I I can drop him off on my way out. Mm-hmm. But luckily, why she didn't write me back till I was already at the restaurant eating apps. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, it's okay, I trust them, and then yeah. <laughs> and then she came and she came and picked him up because he had a piano lesson. Mm-hmm. And then she was texting me and calling me because she's like, "Hey, did you know that this play date or whatever we call it now is still going on? Like, I brought him back to your house." And I was like, "It's all good. I love it." And she was like, 
be honest with me. I do not want to impose. How late can he stay? And I was like, I, whenever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's Does Oscar's he sleep over? M- not yet, but he's going to. So I'm pl- – did I tell you – I told you what the kids are going to do for their birthday, right? Sadie and Xander. This is the age. They're mm-hmm. going to play laser tag. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have a birthday party there. They're just going to have – I'm just going to pay for some games. There's like mm-hmm. 12 of them because mm-hmm. they got Sadie's BFF plus two of her other friends. That she- no, she has three other friends. And then our neighbors, mm-hmm. divorced dad, his two daughters, uh, Lila Crocodile and his younger sister. Mm-hmm. So altogether it makes 12 kids. Right. So we're going to do – Three games of laser tag. Then they're going to come back to our house and I'm just going to order pizza and do like kid foods. Nice. You know, onion yeah. dip and chips and stuff like that. And then two of them are going to sleep over. Nice. Each one gets one to sleep over and that's when Oscar is going to sleep over. Oh, OK. He's the nicest kid. What about the other kids? They have to go home? Well, I feel like <laughs> – I, just, I don't have room for freaking 12 kids yeah. to sleep at our house for one thing. And I feel like if you do a few of them, you have to do all of them. Right. But if you only do one, it's easier right. to hide it because everyone right. just gets picked up and then there's one, one left, left. Yeah. Right. That's like, I'm leaving any time now. And then right. they just don't leave. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What would you do? Just let them all nah. crash? Well, I don't know. I know Natalia would not let me get away with that anyway. Mom, I can't just not have the other one. The problem is too though, a couple of them are younger siblings. Right. Yeah. So then do you make the younger sibling get picked up? Yeah. Right? Yeah, and leave right. the older one there? I mean, I'm not having 10-year-olds sleeping at our house. No. No. One is fine. That's good. I think it's good. Plus, it's going to be hours of supervising laser tag and having a little party at our house. I don't – I know. No, I can't. I That's where I draw the line. I can't have 12 yeah, kids I at our know. house. I don't blame you. No. Yeah. There's nowhere for them to sleep. Yeah. I don't blame you. That's fine. Why are you attacking me right now, Lynette? <laughs> are you saying I'm not a good host? <laughs> I don't know. I just threw it out there. <laughs> oh, where would they sleep? If you had 12 no kids way. in your house, where There's would they too sleep? There's many. Sleep, sleeping bags on the floor, like that. Yeah. Old school slumber party, I guess. No. They're too old for that anyway. They are. They, they are too need old to have a, They want they a bed. Yeah, they do. They want a bed. Nobody wants to sleep on the floor. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. So. Um, no, that's good. That's did we good. already shout out our peeps? I don't think we did. No, we didn't. No. <clears throat> Let's do it. Uh, speaking of coughing, Leslie. Stop it. <laughs> Alicia Escalante. Woo. Kelly Brandt. Mm, Stephanie Stinker Rinker Ishan Vajpay. Mm. Who have we solved the mystery of if he's married yet? <laughs> Rebecca Lubin. Hi. Hi. So cute. Hi. Michelle McKibben. Hi. <laughs> How'd she get so cute? <laughs> Amy's a kind of a kind. Aaron Hootis. Missy and Gabby. Well, big news. <laughs> I'll tell you at the end of the show. <laughs> Colleen Skinner Girl. Hero. Yamashita. Oh. Everybody loves you. Mm. Everybody. Krista Stroop. Get the strap. Kelly Luther Vandros. House is enough. <laughs> Valerie hits it out of the park. Carrie's a biatch. Uh-huh. And I don't like her. Mm-mm. 
And what's I with do. the double R's and the double R? Like, what? yeah. What the hell? Mm-mm. Polly. Oh, my God. Polly Butterfield has two L's and then two T's. I got the double name, the double letters, and the first really? and last name together. Yeah. Athena Ginshard. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Send Athena. us another dancing video. Elizabeth Williamson, you have so many kids and it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacob, I hope your Thanksgiving went good and you're in a good mood. Yes. Sandra Green, love you, girl. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Stefano. Jennifer Falls and Jennifer Shelton. Love, uh, love yeah, your name, both. girls. Yeah, both yeah. of you. Amanda and Casey. Love them both. We love you both. Happy Thanksgiving. Liz Sassy Elsasser, I bet you had a good Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Randy May Ames, you got so many names. I hope you had a lot of turkey. Yeah. Unless you're vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you had a lot of tofurkey. Right. Amy lives in a van by the river. And Joseph fought the law and the law one. <laughs> Joey Law. <laughs> what else? Oh, oh, oh. What? What? What, what were you going to say? What were you going to no, say? No, you go first because you said ooh first. I went to a concert. You did? Yes. What concert? Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so John was – so you know how John loves the replacements? Yes. You remember the replacements? Mm-hmm, I do. Okay. So one of the band members from the replacements is a guy named Tommy Stinson. Mm-hmm. He was the bass player for the replacements. Mm-hmm. And he was playing a solo show um, in Silver Lake. Oh. At a church. Yeah. But so – and John wanted to go mm-hmm. and he tried to – he tried a bunch of his friends. Mm-hmm. This is the thing about guys and their friends. Yeah. Men don't have a lot of buddies. Like mm-hmm. women, we can call like five different people I and know. just be like, hey, do you want to go see this show with me? And someone's going to be like, sure. Right. Men, their world narrows down to pretty much yeah. for their emotional needs. Right. Their wives. Right. Oh, with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Not all guys. Right. Relax. Right. But a lot of them. Yeah. It's true. So when it comes to like something that they need to find a friend to go with them to something, mm-hmm. some of them get very stumped. Right. And they'll call people and the person's like, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, Yes, totally. They're still best friends but yeah. they haven't talked in a really long right, time. And then right. John's like, hey, do you want to go see this show? And they're all like, oh, my wife. Right. My wife, my this, my wife. I can't. Mm-hmm. My, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. <laughs> oh, wah, wah, wee, wah. <laughs> I told you John does that to make me laugh. He does? Right? Yeah, because. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> so, so anyway, finally John's like, ah. My, nobody's coming through. And I was like, well, I'll go with you. And he was like, you will? And I go, yeah, of course. Like, I like, yeah. I like the replacements. Mm-hmm. So we went. It was so good. Really? It was really, really good. Did they sing any songs? That- there was this song. Uh, Kaylin, can you play a little bit of this song? It's Tommy Stinson. It's called um, – I think it's called like Room to Breathe. Look up the – you know what? I'll – I'll play you a second of it from my phone. My, my phone. My phone. <laughs> I think I have it on here. Yeah, here it is. Okay, here's this song. I'll skip forward a little bit. Doesn't that sound like something you'd like? Yeah. You like that, Kaylin? This is nice. 
That's nice. It's <laughs> nice. Okay. So um, it was in a church. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk. I want to actually ha- have a little conversation about this. Mm-hmm. Have we done an ad yet? No. No, let's, let's do talk, an let's, ad. Let's do an ad and then I'm going to tell you this little little story. Okay. Tell us about Bonafide. Bonafide, look, I have hot flashes and they they have pills for hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. I get the the hot flashes, just had one a few minutes ago, it just out of nowhere, just burst into sweat. And I start taking their um their the the uh the remedy for the hot flashes and it works. A lot. It helped me a lot. So doesn't this sound familiar to you guys, to you ladies out there? Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with safe, non-hormonal, and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide, this one is for PMS. Too. Yes, they, they have, have for PMS. Yeah. Yes, provide safe and effective solutions to manage all range of menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. And as a woman, what I like the most is that Bonafide provides – Bonavide products provide women with real relief without compromise. So, ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Give Bonafide a try today. No prescription is required. Go to hellobonafide.com and use code FCOL to save 20%. That's hellobonafide.com and code FCOL. Also, best fiends, listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to play a game on my phone. I don't want to have to use my internet. I just want to like escape yes. in my mind to a mm-hmm. land where there's little creatures and I can just challenge myself to get to the next level and the next level. I've lost track of what level I'm on. Me too. But it's high up. Yeah. Because yeah. anytime I'm just like in line, it like it, sitting in the parking lot at Trader Joe's, I can just turn this game on my phone yep, anytime, too. anywhere. That's what I do. And play. Yes. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I it's just challenging the other for my day brain. At the doctor's office, because I was out there for so long, bored, put it on, no Wi-Fi necessary. No no Wi-Fi, no problem. That's you right. Know? Play in an offline mode. Mm-hmm. So even if your travels, your holiday travels take you off the beaten path, you can still play. Because of the not needing the internet thing. That's right. Yeah. So download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Nice. Um, so, so, yeah. So, okay. So here's what I wanted to say. So we go to this show. We've, it's at a church in Silver Lake. This little church. But they guess they have music there sometimes because they had a whole setup. There was a drums and there were three acts that he had like an opening act that girl that did a few songs and then there was um a guy named Corey Dane Corey spelled with a k and he was re- he was really good mm-hmm. but and then Tommy Stinson came out and it was just so good and i was like why is why is he playing a place like yeah it i was just thinking about the whole like show business right? and how hard it is to get rich and make a living and all – like John is a huge fan of The Replacements. Mm. I mean they were – they never were super famous Mm. but they had a couple albums that I think everyone's heard of and they have had some hit songs. But, you know, and granted there were – there was a lot of like drug abuse, a Mm. lot of – just a lot of chaos and, you know, dysfunction in the band. But like what band doesn't have that, right? Right, right. 
And then they broke up, and then they did a reunion tour. Meanwhile, Tommy Stinson toured with Guns N' Roses for like ten years, I think. Wow, he was the bass player for Guns N' Roses for a long time. Holy shit! But here he is coming out like, oh, and I, I had to pee, so and so it's this church, and you walk out this one door, and there's a courtyard where you could like buy a beer, mm. you know, um, smoke a cigarette, whatever you're, and there's also the bathrooms were out there, so I walk out. And Tommy Stinson's standing right there. Like I'm literally face-to-face with him. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, hi. <laughs> he was like, hi. And he's like, OK, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just going to go out and play. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm canceling my bathroom. I was Because I was like in line for the bathroom. Right. So I go back out. I'm like, oh, I just saw him. He's coming out. To, so he came out and he played. Th- that's how casual it was right. is what I'm trying to relate to you. Right. There was no green right. room for him. Yeah. Like he was just standing with the other people and yeah. then he came out and he played. I'm telling you though, he was a rock star. Right. Like right. it was insane. It was so good. Every song was great. He played a coo- – he just played with his guitar but it uh-huh. filled up the room. I mean it was so good and it just – Gave me pause. Like I was like, what do you have to do? I started thinking that we spend our lives like comparing ourselves Mm -hmm. to like, well, this person's that. You assume that everybody else, especially in show business, everybody's made it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. If you know who they are, Mm -hmm. you're like, well, then they made it. They're successful. Yeah. And you don't realize how many people, especially like in L.A., probably New York, Mm -hmm. are still struggling. Right. Like they spend their whole lives doing what they love but they don't like – Or they make it and then they come back down. Like I mean this guy's been on tour with Guns N' Roses and had the – you know that life, that rock style life and now, you know, now it's like a different scene, you know. Yeah, but he didn't seem bitter or anything. Like no. he was happy to right. eat. You know, he was like, hey, this is – I do this for – it was very low-key. He was, low serious key. He was being like, funny. Yeah, yeah. Like they were making kind of jokes about the fact that they couldn't see because it's not any kind of high-end lighting. Right, were, right, You right. know, they jerry-rigged some like lights yeah. in this church. Mm-hmm. It wasn't – you know. Right. And, and then you think about it and you're like, this guy's, you know, played stadiums. Right, right. Is used to something else but he's still an artist and he still wants to come out and do a show right. and connect well, with his audience. The and, artist is the key thing I think it's that that you just end up doing what you really love doing it that you know you get successful or you then you lose it and then you little lose some juice or whatever but if you still love doing what you love doing you know but it's so here's what I was thinking too though it's so hard to find an audience mm-hmm. because I was like how come this guy only has you know there were like 50 people there mm-hmm. Like we went to San Francisco and 200 people came to see us and like we're not right. stars. Right. Like I wasn't on tour with Guns N' Roses. Right. Like, right. Like what is that thing that people tap into? Like why – I was like why aren't there other musicians here to see Tommy Stinson? Like right. they've been around forever. Like how come there aren't some kind of like yeah. Hollywood people that are like – Oh, I can see the guy a, a, right. a guy from replacements. I want to go right. like yeah. how successful do you have to be that people get up, get some right. clothes on and come see you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's weird. It is. It's uh and think about like I I started thinking about like actors that mm-hmm. are maybe like on a show. Maybe they have a part on like Grey's Anatomy, but they're not the star, right? right? Well, look what happened. Speaking of Grace, look at 
what's the actress that was on and then she was in all these movies and now she's gone? Oh, Katherine Heigl? Yeah, which I'm kind of glad she's gone because she was a biatch. But, uh, but I like it. I like that she's gone. But like – but there's these actresses or actors that you go, oh, yeah, I remember that name. That person was in everything, you know, and now they're gone. Where are they? And they're not that old. Yeah, and then you think about it and you go – is Katherine Heigl like living in a humongous house right. somewhere with like li- still like or is she struggling? Right. That's why I get is she teaching into acting? Clean, is she bait. like yeah? <laughs> you know? Because because if you think about it, most people, even people that were famous, most not everybody can be famous at the same time right. and super successful. Right. You have to go into doing something else. Like you either have to write. Or direct yes. or something you create. Like most mm-hmm. people are not going to make a living doing the thing. Like, right. So if, but OK. So that's Katherine Heigl. But imagine if you just had a part on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee you even own a house. Like, oh, yeah. Like, right. There's no guarantee that you can afford to live in L.A. Like if you had right. a small part on Grey's Anatomy, even if you worked consistently for mm-hmm. years, you might not have made – I mean, you might have a house, but you're going to live very reasonably, right? But I think we have this con- preconceived notion of anybody. If you, if somebody's in a band or on a show, like we assume mm-hmm. they're rich, right? right. Which is no. probably not the case, right? Right? Yeah. Because John was telling me that the lead singer of The Replacements, Paul Westerberg, mm-hmm. who was a pretty big name, had a lot of solo albums. John's like, I've looked up where he lives. He lives in like a small house. He's like, his house is smaller than our house. Right. In like – It's crazy. That's so – I know. In like Minnesota or wherever – like, yeah. you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It's weird. I know. It just makes me wonder like what do people do – I don't that make a lot of money. I don't know. <clears throat> I honestly like lawyers. Just, but then there's lots of lawyers. There's lots of lawyers. That are just <laughs> yeah. average, right? Yeah, making an average salary. Yeah, not everybody's Mark Garagos. No, no, no. I guess you have to have a business, and you have to have tapped into a clientele that has fuck you money. Or right. throwaway money, right? Right. Or you have to be like your Lin Manuel, what's his name, Miranda. You yeah. know what I mean? That just is creative, and he's going to keep creating and creating, and you know, be successful. Or you know what I mean? Like some somebody like that that just has a just will always constantly be working because they can because they have that talent, you know. But you got it. Like he's not at the mercy of. Hollywood and stuff. He can do whatever he wants because he can create, you know, which is nice. It's rare, but yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's all sort of a hard business. It is. Being creative. Right. Like it could all go away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it could all go away, by the way. Yeah. Um, So on Thursday, I took these boys out the... The guys here. Okay. Kaylin, Chris, Loxamana, mm-hmm. uh, Gary, our old producer, Gary. Yeah. New producer, Kaylin. Uh, and who else was there? Oh, and Fondelier. Okay. Our lovable Matt Fondelier. The Porcelain Punisher? Porcelain Punisher. Okay. And f- oh, and so I was on the Water Cooler pod, uh, Patreon. 
Oh, really? Which was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Do you guys, is it juicy? Um, it's not as juicy no, as your Patreon, right? But uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, and you were great on the show. Oh, it was thank you. What did it, you was, talk it was a lot about? of fun. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, it was a lot of going through like um, listeners and their. Yeah, we do a lot of uh, like listener comments. So yeah. you know they'll comment and then we'll comment back on that, and that'll who knows where the conversation will. That yeah. usually sparks some tangent that takes about ten or fifteen minutes, and then we go back to some more comments. That's what they do. And then That's what you do on Patreon or on your regular show? On, uh, well, we do it on both. On Patreon, we do the Patreon comments. And then on the regular episode, it's the um, our Facebook group comments. Got it. So, okay. Yeah. okay. But then they also do a thing where they do a shout out. Wait, so your listeners can Yeah, do... it's, you know, it's like our Patreon. It's There's different tiers. You can get like a, a listener shout out. They'll send it in an email and we'll read it. And then if you upgrade more, we do like a meetup once a month where you hang out with us over Zoom and we chit chat and then we do a show and the listeners can watch in real time as we do it. And then our highest tier is like a movie tier podcast. So we watch a movie and comment over it and then the listener can essentially like watch the movie along with us and listen to us commenting on it. Cute. Yeah, really cute. They watched Jumanji. Oh, you did? They did. Oh. That was their movie. <laughs> well, not when I was on. But. By the way, we that just reminds me. We need to do a, a Another hangout. Meetup. We yeah. haven't done one in months. I know. Let's do one. We'll do a holiday edition. Let's do a holiday. Let's do one very beginning of December. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they so they do they, – we did that and then I took them out to – you know, to uh, to eat and to drink afterwards. That's just nice. to kick off the holidays uh-huh. and just to tell them how much they're appreciated. Oh, where'd you go? Well, it's a Golden Road Brewery <laughs> up the street. Okay. Just because these guys, they, like three of them, are all the way in the LBC, right, Kaylin? Yeah. Like they yeah. they live so Matt Fonda, so they live really far. So okay. I wanted Me, Gary them. and Chris all live in kind of the Long Beach area. Yes, they that so they have that commute. So yeah. I wanted it to be close where they can just hop on the freeway. But Fondelier, I figured out that night is my neighbor in Pasadena. Like he's one a block I could walk to his house. Are you serious? Yeah, isn't that weird? I had no idea. That's wild. Yeah, I can go have a slumber party with Matt Fondelier if I want. Him and his wife. Huh. His wife. So, <laughs> so yeah. So I took them out, and uh, and Jen came with me. So you know, um, and we had a nice time. Yeah, it was fun. And then they all left. Our, like Kaylin sat down, had a water. Everybody else. We were at a brewery, had a water. I have a very long drive back home. <laughs> let let me remind you. But no, I'm I'm actually just trying not to drink that much anymore. That's anyways. good. I can't fault him for that. And I He's admittedly changed did, so much. The reason I left a little early is because I really wanted to put my kids to bed. So, so I did get home for 15 minutes and I got to hang with them and then put them to bed. Oh, it's not cute. You have you've grown. He's all grows up. He is. I know. <laughs> totally is. You. I mean, you've been with us a long time. Mm-hmm. Everything's changed. Yeah. It's, How it's, long? Well, I guess I I pretty much started on this show as kind of old producer Gary's like right hand as soon as I started. So. That was in 2013, very beginning of 2013, and I think it was only a year or two later that I took over the show. Wow. So at least six years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and then, um, yeah, and then they, then it was was fine. They, I mean, they all have kids to go. Well, most, like, you know, Gary's got kids at home, too, and he wanted to get home. But, um, but yeah, we had a nice time. Well, I'm thankful for them, so I wanted to celebrate them. 
Yeah. And Chris's birthday. I didn't know it was his birthday until the next day. Yeah. When was his birthday? Um, that night? I think it was Friday. So yeah. the, day, the next day. Yeah. Is Chris going to have a kid soon? He's going to get married soon. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought he was already married. No, not yet. He COVID was supposed to, up. but COVID yeah. hit. So he had oh, to postpone okay. his wedding. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. What do you think, Kaylin? What do you think of this whole, like, being a dad, two kids? <laughs> I mean, are you getting used to it? Um, are you still really tired? Yeah, no, I'm getting – I'm definitely getting more and more used to it. Um, I am tired a lot and things are a lot more hectic. I'm anxious a lot more often. I'm always worried about things. But I do – I love it more and more every day. Mm. So, And mm-hmm. especially as they get older – and they're more fun and able to, you know, have a conversation. And it yeah. just it's just become more fun yeah. as, as, as it's gone on. Wait till Isla's so like five. I know. Because five is like this magical age. Everybody says three, it gets easier. But I think it does. It gets a little easier. But five, it gets actually like you can – they're a person. Yes. Yes. Three, they're really not a person. Yeah, they're you like can't a, reason with them at three. They're kind of a they're kind of a puppy. Right. They're still they're they're like they have sentences, but they're very much like about communicating to you what they want right. when they want it, which is always right now. Right. You know, so there's a lot of crying and frustration because they want the, the puzzle at Michael's and you don't want them to have it because it's a thousand piece <laughs> puzzle, which they're not gonna be able to put together because you're three. Right. And then you try to show them. Do you see this says a thousand pieces and then they cry and hit you right. in the face. Right. right. And then everybody turns around and looks at you like you're the bad mom. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, look right. at this child right. acting like they have rabies. Yes. It's not me. Yeah. Stop looking at me. Stop calling CPS on me. <laughs> I'm trying to have boundaries and be a disciplinarian. Right. Yeah. But no. 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 When they're five – you can say like, you know what? This puzzle this puzzle's a thousand pieces and they'll go, ah, oh, thousand pieces. Yeah, that's too many. Right. You know? And you're like, exact yes. Exactly. Yes. That's when they, you know, get to put your feet up. Mm-hmm. And you take a little chill. Yeah. So you're still in the really hard part. It's gonna yeah, it gets so much easier. I feel like at the older. age that Kaylin's kids are, that's when I wanted to like eat them up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like you're just you get so like, oh, they're just so cute. Yeah, I know. But they also make you really tired right. and frustrated sometimes. And like you're like, they're so cute, but why will they not stop crying? Right. And they cannot tell you why they're upset. Right. Then you're like, well, you're just tired. They're like, no, I'm not. And then they get all indignant. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll sometimes pull those things where they just will not go to sleep even though they're overtired. Mm-hmm. Do you get that? Well, what you're saying is extremely accurate. Um, I have We've always gotten very lucky with Isla. She's always been a good sleeper and she is a little different in that she will just go to bed on her own to say, I'm tired. Oh. I'm going to go take a nap and she'll go and lay there. And if it's, you know, it's 8 o'clock, 8.15, we go, it's bedtime. You got to go to bed. She might put up a bit of a fuss. But even still, if she doesn't go to sleep, she'll just lay there. She'll just lay there and kind of that's nice. And kind of wait until she falls asleep. Last night we put her to bed at like eight fifteen and checked the monitor at nine, and she was still kind of just sitting up and rolling around. But eventually, she just mm-hmm. fell asleep. That's how okay. sad he was. But not Blake. Not, well, Blake's a little younger. Um, she still naps twice a day, and I have a feeling that she's not going to be quite that easy. Mm. Blake's a little more uh, hard headed. Mm. Yeah. That's Natalia. How old is Blake right now? 
Blake turned one in August. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably is going to lose one of the naps very soon. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll Which will just... make it easier because we, yeah. Well, yeah. they already nap both at the same time. Blake just goes down a little sooner. But yes, right. she'll be. She'll, she'll be... probably lose the morning nap and just do the afternoon nap. Yep. And then she'll be more tired by nighttime. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're both in that incredibly cute stage where, you know, it's a bit different because Blake's still a baby. Yeah. But Hyle is now like a r- extremely adorable toddler. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you were r- very accurate. And they're just so cute all the time. But sometimes it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're like, what happened? Why did I do this? Like, what was I thinking about? Like, how did I think I could handle this? I know. Wait till they're teenagers. Even though, like, like I was looking at Natalia the other day. I'm like, oh, she's so, so – she's got this little – like, she's looking at me with her little glasses on. And she looks to me like a little girl still. Like, she's got, like, little lips and little baby face. And then I go to hug her and she headbutts me. <laughs> she kisses me in the forehead. She's like, don't kiss me. I'm going to get acne. Ugh. She say, my kids hate school right now. Hate it. Really? Hate it. Hate it. And their friends, parents telling me the same thing, that their classes are all super boring. And the one thing, like I go, Natalia, what is it that you, what is, she goes, I just, she's like, I, she's, Natalia's always been like up for going to school. It's mostly because she wants to socialize. But right. She that that doesn't she doesn't care if she sees her friends or not. She hey she dreads it. And it's like I asked her, I go, why? And why do you hate it so much? She goes, honestly, it's the masks. It's the masks. She says, I can feel my skin break out as I sit there and waste my day breathing in, you know. And I don't blame her. I went to her back to school night and I sat in her classrooms and there's not a lot of air going on in those classrooms. They're stuffy. They're hot. And that was at night. Imagine during the heat of the day because it gets very hot out here and and you're just sitting there and you're just like it's hard to concentrate. It's already hard to concentrate as it is. Yeah. Now you put a fucking layer of mask on you. Now it's even more hard. It's it's distracting and it's distracting her and it's she's she hates it. I'm wondering if uh you know so I know in California the vaccine they have to be vaccinated. Mhm. At least for LAUSD mm-hmm. and probably for, for your school too. too yeah. mm-hmm. By the time they come back from winter break. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if if everybody's vaccinated, can they not wear masks? Like you'd think well, they would be able to I'm not hoping. wear masks because I'm, that's what I'm hoping. However, I did hear from one of the parents. I don't know if it was in our district or some close by district. I don't know that there's a certain like parents put up such a a stink about being feeling the parents that don't have their kids vaccinated feel um, their their kids are being alienated. So. Instead of you know getting so so instead of like you can if you don't if you don't have if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask but if you're not vaccinated then you have to wear like they don't it's too much of 
Well, who's ostracizing that too? Well, I don't really care about. Well, them I think being the school. I think the school will say, but it would be so hard. Your but, and your I know, records. but then what are they going to do? Wear like a sign that says "I'm vaccinated," so then they don't have to wear a mask. And then you know, how are you going to keep track of that? Are, you, are the teachers supposed to walk around going, "You're not wearing a mask. Show me the you know your right. daily pass." Or I mean, that just sounds like they either all should wear masks or nobody right. should wear masks. Right. Right. And yeah, but I I don't know. Right. Yeah, Sadie and Xander do not like school either. They hate they my both of my kids. They hate it every day. It's a phone call. Can you pick me? No, 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 no. They hate it. They're bored. They hate it. They don't like. And then and then it's like this is a little you know antiquated. Some of that shit too. It's like Natalia's like, what am I going to need any of this stuff for anyway? I'm like, well. Just get in the habit of studying, study habits, good study habits, you know, like – but it's so hard when they're not – like when you don't have kids though who are motivated to right. do well, mm-hmm. like who really feel this inside pressure to get all their assignments turned in because once they lose that, it's really hard. The teachers aren't keeping them motivated. It's the – it's stick, not carrot with right. these teachers. Right. They're just like, exactly. well, then you're not going to get a good grade. Well, the kids that are like, well, I don't care. Right. That are you know what I mean? Yeah. It's only I, I only see it with like LB wants to get good grades. Right. And even she wants to get good grades. She's not getting great straight A's anymore. It's hard. Right. right. So even she, but if she wasn't studying, I don't know what would happen. Right. Like she's one of those kids that's like, oh shit, I have a test, so I gotta stay right. up late and study. Mm-hmm. And then and Sadie and Xander are kind of like that too, even though Xander's been studying and getting he's failed. Like two or three of these science tests in a mm-hmm. row. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to say. And it makes him – he cries after mm-hmm. school when that happens. And mm-hmm. it makes me so mad that school has to be that like – Right. Like if I go, this kid is very bright yes. and he studied. So then what happens to the kids that don't even care and don't study? Like they must be failing the whole class. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, there's one teacher – well, like – so I had the IEP meeting with Sonny's teachers and they're like, why has you know Sonny's been missing here and there? And you know, and I said, well, because one of it is because of his sleep issues. Um, he's been missing like assignments or he's been missing school? School. OK. Like in October, he missed a bunch of days. Once he was sick for a few days. But another, he's his sleeping issue. Oh, so it's still there? Oh, yeah. He still has his sleep problems. Yeah. But – some days he – I mean there's just – it's gotten better because school started up and he's more on a schedule. But there mm-hmm. are some days where at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, four, like I get the text like I can't sleep. I can't sleep. So I, I don't know what to do because if I get him up and go, well, too bad, which I've done and say you got to go to school anyway. You're going to have to just tough it up and go. Then he goes but then he comes home and goes – he crashes and then wakes up at like 6 o'clock and then can't sleep again that Right. So it's like it's an it's an ongoing issue. But Natalia, you know, and she hasn't missed as many days as him. But like at one point, like when I get on the phone with her teachers and they go, well, how come she's not, you know, engaged or whatever? It's because I'm going to say it's like because she's not in, like I don't know what to tell you guys. I, how do you keep her interested? This First of all, Sonny's got a teacher. Uh, the history is it the history? Yes, yeah, the history teacher, awesome teacher, loves he loves that class, getting an A, 
Everybody loves that teacher. Natalia wanted that teacher. Now she has a history teacher that's boring, 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 boring. Okay, so now you got two teachers teaching the same curriculum. One teacher is kick-ass. Everybody wants in on that class. The other teacher, not interested. Boring, no, you know, not, not engaged. Right. Couldn't tell you what they were talking about that. Like, so, like, Come on. You know what I mean? It's like it can be done. The kids can be engaged. Right. You know, it depends on how what the how the teacher is, I guess, you know? It like I know why does it have to be such a luxury to have a teacher that actually wants right? to be there teaching right. and, and likes the kids? Yes. Elby has one of those too. Her uh, creative writing teacher who was her lit teacher last year loves her. All the kids love her. They go visit her mm-hmm. after school. Kids that have had her in a class miss her the next year and yep. go by and visit her classroom and just Miss Bullis. Right. They love her. Right. And oh, they all talk about her and she's young and ex- and just nice. Yeah. And LB's getting great grades in there. It made her – I told you, LB wanted to take creative writing mm-hmm. as an elective. She mm-hmm. didn't even have to just mm-hmm. because she wanted to be with that teacher. See? Quit cheerleading to do creative writing. Right. right but then there will be another teacher that's just terrible for yeah. no reason. Right. And then all these kids fail. Right. Or get C's or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like why? Right. And Natalia loves her math teacher. So she's doing good at math. You know, it just – it's – you know, so when they get on the phone, I am going to have an IEP meeting with Natalia's teachers, and I'm at some point I'm going to have to be honest. Like I can't, I don't like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like if she's not interested, it's hard already to get her. You know, she's ADD, whatever ADHD, but I don't know. I don't know. So it's what happened though so at Sunny's annoying. at Sunny's IEP meeting? You said they were like he's been missing school. Um. Well, then they were like, okay, so that's a me- – and I said I can send you over there, you know, a doctor's whatever to show you that, you know, we've been to the sleep study and all that stuff. And they said, okay. Um, uh, I mean, were they threatening to take away the IEP because he's missing school? Um, no, no, no. They just – at one of them the, – the lady that runs the meeting was just like, what's going on with Sonny? How come he's missed – in October, how come he missed some days? And I was like, well – one week he was sick and then he started – because he was sick, had sleep issues. So they kept his IEP in place though? So it's the same yeah. Thing. It wasn't about that. It was just about – yeah, about how he's doing it. I, well, he's going to be graduating out of the IEP because at least for like he, – he's going to go into – he's already in the – I think it's just – I think it's just his English that's left um, and he's he's – Getting an A in that. Sonny's doing good. He's getting good grades. That's for sure. But I'm just telling you that – oh, because I read our Facebook all the time mm-hmm. and a lot of these people are saying do not let them take the IEP away. Like even if they don't know. use it, they're saying refuse. Well, I tried to tell them that. I said I'm scared to you know, take them out of that English and put them in the, ready, the, you know, the general English class because if he's doing good, what, what, what are we doing? Like why – I feel the same way about Sadie. So she's not in honor. She's in these supportive classes, but she's it's helping her self esteem. She's right. feeling good. Right. She's, so yeah, why if it ain't broke? That's what I said, and she said I already had a conversation with Sonny about it, and he wants to go into the. And I'm like, English is the worst for Sonny too because he's doesn't the the one problem Sonny has at school 
is, and all his teachers said this on the IEP, he's absorbing everything, he's engaged, he participates, but when it comes time to put the thought onto paper, mm-hmm. that's when he's just, because he's lazy, he, you know, his penmanship is like, ugh. You know, it, it it he looks he doesn't he does not like writing. It was like torture when he was younger, torture to get him to write anything. So if he has an IEP, I wonder. And I'm not like I'm sure there's special education people screaming at their phone right now. But if he can't, you get an accommodation like he gets to take oral tests or you know what I mean. He does type better than we write. Um, no, then maybe you say like he's going to yeah. type. He'll type his tests. I don't know. Well, yeah. Uh, they're going to – I don't know where we ended it. I was just – I'm so over all these IEP meetings and shit like that. It's like I don't know. And then you're dealing with a kid that doesn't want to go to college or anything. So it's like what's in it for him as long as he passes. But he's doing – he's the one that's doing really well in school and she's the one that still struggles and she wants to go to college. It's just – I'm just happy we're on break right now. <laughs> I mean, we were all on this massive countdown to break. Every morning I felt like a fucking hype man in the I was like, All right. All right, three more days. It's Wednesday. Yes. All you have to do is get through today, tomorrow, yeah. and Friday, and then no school for a week. Yes. I know. But today's Friday, so these the kids are gonna have to start again on Monday. Right. I mean I know. But luckily, then they have a few weeks and then there's – our kids have three weeks off. Do you have three weeks off for the no, holidays? No, two. OK. Well, we have three freaking weeks off. So they're going to feel nice. like it's going to be a massive break for them. That's nice. And yeah. then and then you're on the countdown. Like then it's January right. and then you only have to get through you – know. Then you got spring break. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, this was a really, really fun time. Um, before we wrap, do you own or rent your home? I sure do. Well, I bet it can be hard work, but you know what's mm-hmm. easy? Mm-hmm. Bundling policies with Geico. Yeah. Geico makes it so easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your house. Mm. So go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Also, do you want to get your kids some therapy? Yes. If you do and you live Mm -hmm. in California, why would you not go to my friend, Julie Clayman? At least check her out. Go to julielmft.com and you can see all the experience she has, works with all kinds of kids, all kinds of issues. And she's she'll see you live in Agora Hills or over Zoom anywhere in Cali. Nice. Also, Letty Molina, do you want CBD or not? Because yeah. if you if the answer is yes, then why not use Letty Molina? Because she's one of us. Um, go to HempWorks H E M P W O R X dot com slash L Molina, or search her on Facebook, or look for her in our Facebook group. Also, Sylvia Berlin with Berlin Team Homes with Remax Coastal Homes is going to get you a house in the OC. Mm. She's dying to hook you up in the OC. Let her hook you up then. Yeah. Why not? If you're going to get real estate in the OC, why would you not use somebody who listens to our show? Exactly. Go to email her at Sylvia, S I L V I A, at BerlinTeamHomes.com, C A D R E 01988601. And last but not least, the holidays are coming up. Do you, are you just going to leave your dog without a without a present? <laughs> Don't you want your dog to dress up like a Santa oh, yeah. or a pirate or something cute? Yes. Well, use Eugenia's business, Pandaloon. 
dot com. Mm -hmm. Well, there's Peepo dressed as a pirate. (laughs) Pandaloon.com. P-A-N-D-A-L-O-O-N. They make costumes for pets. They have the most freaking adorable website that you're ever going to see. They won on Shark Tank. Yeah, So they can't be – they're great. That's awesome. Shark Tank season nine. Um, so get your dog a f- costume for crying That'd out loud. That would be cute. Yeah. They'll love it. They'll love it. Yeah. All right. What a great show. Thank yes. you, Kaylin. Thanks, everybody. You're a parent now. Don't F it up. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanksgiving week has come. It's time to take off work, pile your plate high, and toss back a couple. Corolla Drinks is here to help. For this week and this week only, Corolla Drinks is throwing a Thanksgiving week Mangria blowout sale. Every bottle of Mangria, site-wide, is only $15. That's white peach pear, brosé, and the original orange. All just 15 bucks each. Head to CorollaDrinks.com today. And from all of us at the Adam Corolla Show, happy Thanksgiving.